This podcast is part of the Midwest Podcast Network. Find out more about our other shows and how to support our network at MidwestPodcastNetwork.com. Welcome to the Midwest Game Nerds Podcast. I'm your host, John, and here with me today is Brian. Hey. And Alex. Hello. Today we're going to talk about arms in Arizona sunshine, but before we get to all that, I want you to all follow us on social media to see all the places you can listen to watch our show. Check out MidwestGameNerds.com slash links. As always, we would appreciate your feedback at MidwestGameNerds at gmail.com, and don't forget to follow us on Twitch as well as rate and review us on your favorite podcatcher such as iTunes, Stitcher Radio, TuneIn Radio, and Google Play Podcasts. That's our new short intro. There we go. I said some of it wrong, but I got most That's of it fine. right. We'll get it. Uh, but anyways, yeah, so arms Arizona sunshine. What else have you guys been playing? Anything? Uh, a little bit of a lot of stuff. Yeah, you're you're I, like you're fully into player under unknowns. Yeah, battleground. I can, I can barely say it. that's such a long name. And plunk even bat. even shortening bat. it ruined. Like I can't do it. PUBG, like, plunk bat. Pu- PUBG. Yeah, I wish I could be playing it more, but I've been having some computer. Yeah, you've been troubles. playing supercomputer troubleshooter. Yeah, that's not a fun game. I don't <laughs> no. recommend it to anybody, especially when it's a brand new computer that costs yeah. way too much. All the more reason to wait for it to come out on Xbox. You're on, you're on difficult mode. <laughs> yes. Hard difficulty. There's, there's no fucking guide out there Play, He's playing on Nightmare. <laughs> Yeah, uh, um, but did you, yeah. Have you gotten to play some PUBG since the the patch? It, it runs significantly smoother, even okay, that's good. when it was already running smooth. What was the update exactly? I don't even. Uh, know. They did all kinds of stuff. I know um, they added climbing. They right? added that's, uh, no, not yet. Oh that's, no, that's, that's on a its future way. thing. Yeah, okay. I cannot wait for that. You'll be able to jump through windows too. That's sweet. Like Friday the Thirteenth style. Right, right. Minus Jason. Um, but they they did some balancing tweaks to like the the drops for certain weapons and stuff. They changed the behavior of a couple of the guns. So they added a couple guns. One of the more interesting things is that for the first few months of play of this game, people would be able to tell if a car had been used depending on what direction it was pointed in, because all cars oh, yeah. spawned in the world pointing east. I used that okay. to my So if a, car, a if a car was not pointed east, you knew that somebody had been in that car and, and they may be in that nearby, area. Yeah. yeah. If it was pointed east, you know it's probably not likely that somebody used it, but if they parked it... Okay. The right way. So now they've randomized the. the they've randomized spawn. it now, so that element of strategy has has completely been, gone. Yeah, which is which is great. Now it's like you you have no you have idea. no clue. Yeah, but yeah, there's like there's a wide variety of strategies we've been trying out too. Like I play mostly duos, and uh, <clears throat> we started spreading out a little more. Yeah. So that way, like we're in separate buildings and can watch people enter each other's buildings you know yeah and that actually helps a lot because sticking together usually just means you're both going to get murdered right away right yeah <laughs> um you're because kinda... i've done that to people i'm yeah. actually getting pretty good at that that's good uh and i played one solo match in the brief window that my computer was back up and running last night and that was pretty awesome i actually had a high-speed chase which I've never done that before. I was chasing somebody that was on a motorcycle, but I was in a buggy and I (laughs) thought I lost them. And then I heard them coming up over the hill and I sped up and I fucking hit them and like ground them to a stop and they got out and I got out and we had a little gun battle on that one. Nice. Very exhilarating. Well done. Um, 
Yeah, I bought some other Steam sale games that I've played a little bit of. I completely just forgot to see what about they're the like. Steam it's sale, still going till which July fourth. Probably a good thing. Yeah. Um, I picked up uh, Shadow of Mordor finally because it's nice. four dollars. Yeah, pretty cheap. Yeah, uh, it looks like it'd be fun, but I haven't really gotten into it much. I just played the tutorial. Yeah. Um, I've done that about four times now. Yeah, and then my computer <laughs> crashed, so that kind of put a damper on things. Yeah. And uh, I picked up Headlander. I don't know if you know nice. what that is. Yeah, it's from an Adult Double Swim Fine. game. Uh, adult Swim Double Fine. It's uh, Metroid style. It's, uh, yeah, it's pretty silly, and it's it's cool. Like, you're, the whole head mechanic is awesome. Yeah. You, you just fly around as a head with a little jetpack, and you land on other bodies that you knock the heads off of. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's essentially yeah. Super Mario Odyssey, but instead of throwing the cap, you put your head on other things. Right, right. Yeah, and it has a pretty uh, lewd sense of humor, and it has a cool, like, 70s psychedelic kind of, or 60s I think I remember seeing psychedelic the art that. style. Yeah. Yeah, it was, it was, there was a Adult Swim Humble Bundle that I meant to pick up, like, a couple weeks ago that had that in it. And that was really the only thing I wanted out of it, but I forgot to pick I don't it up. remember how much it cost me, but not that much. It's probably like seven bucks, I think, or something like yeah, that. Yeah, I mean, it was under ten, for sure. Yeah. Um, Elite Dangerous, I tried. I got frustrated trying to spend ten minutes to land, which is as much time as they let you Sounds have before they right. charge you a fine. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> Uh, Elite Dangerous is like uh, one of those spaceship, you space know, trade fights. Yeah, it's like Eve. Whatever. It, well, yeah, it's well, Eve, sort but of. A, little, a little less spreadsheet, a little more. It's Eve and No Man's Sky. Yeah. Mixed, a little mixed more up. gameplay, I would say. They I just released it on PSN. It's yeah, on, they did. It's on PlayStation. It's been yeah. on Xbox no, for a while, too. No VR support I'm, for that's, PlayStation, sadly. Yeah, it, like, they have VR support in it. Yeah, PC, for Oculus. That would be awesome. I played No Man's Sky using the VR theater mode. Yeah. If they would just make No Man's Sky VR, it would be such a great experience. That is the perfect game for VR. It could still be coming. You never know. I mean, they the, really should. They, they got should, a small team. So. They should really consider it. I, I would I would hope that Sony's pushing them to do something like that, but maybe not. There's maybe. a lot going on with No Man's Sky right now. Yeah, they have an ARG going. Yeah, some crazy ARG that I haven't quite followed, but there's something like 16 like uh, cassette tapes have been delivered to specific uh, streamers and like higher ups in the uh, the gameplay community of No Man's Sky. Yeah, that sounds cool. I need to look and, into it. Yeah, I don't really know what's going on, but they're expecting big changes coming to the game soon. That's so awesome. There's a lot of a lot. I mean, there's. The reviews now of No Man's Sky on Steam are in the positive. That's good. So there's been a large shift in the community. Good. Which I've been meaning to play it again just because I, I did enjoy it. I did, yeah. I mean, I understood where everybody hated it, but I want to start playing uh, it Yeah, again. I might check it out again on PC. I still haven't hopped back in uh, even since they started patching things, but I know it's got a PS4 Pro patch now and I've got a pretty new TV, so I might throw it in yeah. and see especially since we're kind of in that summer gaming drought. That's right. Yeah, we're going to have to come up with some content for the next couple we'll episodes. We'll be all right. Trying to think if there was anything still else. Did you get anything on the Sony or Xbox sales? Not yet. I probably should since those consoles actually work. <laughs> oh, I played played some Star Wars Battlefront again because yeah. the Ultimate Edition was on Super sale cheap. for like 10 bucks, And it looks amazing on pc with 
the high refresh rate and all that. Yeah. It's nice. just, yeah, it's phenomenal. But, uh, yeah, I gotta say, once you go past the 60 frames per second mark on like a high refresh rate monitor, it's kind of hard to go back. Yeah, no. I, and a lot of people are like, oh, you can't even see that. But yeah, it's like, no, no. The, the it eye just can, feels so responsive. The eye can see up to 90 frames a second. And the fact that we haven't had consoles or computers that do that before. You definitely notice a change when you start using like 140, like a G sync, mm-hmm. a G sync situation. And it's, it's phenomenal. <laughs> like games that use G sync just run like butter and it's yeah great. But anything else? Uh, that's about it. Unless you want to count in destiny. I've probably played that at some point. I might talk about that a little bit. But yeah, I'll let you guys talk about it because I know you guys. Because I've given it a kind lot. of short shrift the I've, past couple weeks. I've yeah. been too busy playing PC troubleshooter. <laughs> by and by past couple weeks, I mean like few years as right. we've been doing this podcast. Uh, yeah. So uh, John and I played a game. It's called Super Baby Holder, and uh, <laughs> we have a, a brand new nephew in yep. the family. And congratulations to our brother and, and sister-in-law. Cause yep. It's awesome. More augmented so awesome. reality. One more, one more yeah. nerd to add to yes. the group. Yeah, he'll and he's, he's certainly going to be a nerd. He's going to be a super nerd. The cards are stacked against him in that manner, so it's going to be awesome. <laughs> uh, but other than that, I played a few things. I tried out the Marvel vs. Capcom story demo. Yeah. That's garbage. Really? <laughs> like it's a piece of trash. Because <laughs> like all it is is basically here's a cutscene with two two characters from the game. Right. Then you play as those two characters and destroy like drones from from Ultron Sigma or whatever is Sigma Alt- okay whatever. And you do that like f- five times, playing as a different pair of characters each time. And then finally at the end of the demo, you get to fight against Ultron Sigma, and. It's just the least compelling. I couldn't care less about what's being said in these these cutscenes. Uh, you never get to fight any of the other characters except for Ultron Sigma. So, th- th- from what I've heard, it's it's kind of an old build of the game, which I didn't really have any trouble with how it performed. But if that's how they're going to structure their story, I kind of don't even care to pick it up. Right. Because at this point, I've seen all the characters that are coming for it. I don't really care about any of them that much other than like Mega Man X. So, yeah, I don't know. how. I'll have to ask Willie what he thinks about it because I, I don't know if he came away as disappointed as I did, but it's it's not great. Um, Friday the 13th, there was a content drop a week or two ago. They gave everybody 13,000 customization points if you logged in on their double XP weekend, which is great. You can get a bunch of perks and I wish Jason I would kills have remembered if you want. that. I forgot about that. <laughs> I meant to text you guys. I must have forgot to do no, it. No, it's cool. I'm done playing that game anyways. <laughs> I saw you playing it at some point this week, and I was shocked. I wasn't playing it this yeah, week. Yeah, I don't That's think John was playing it this PlayStation week. PlayStation app told me. I was invited to play it by two people but I chose to play Destiny instead. <laughs> I hopped on with Willie last night, and Willie's like, Alex, I think we're the only people that like this game anymore. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, I think everybody else is kind of soured on it, but I'm ready to play that game. I'm really soured on notice. it when Willie is playing Jason. Yeah, it's not Which fair. seems to happen all the time, and I never get to be Jason Well, that was anymore. the great thing, is that I hadn't played Jason in like three or four weeks, and... 
I finally played Jason like almost three times in a row last night. Yeah. And I managed to kill everybody, which felt great. Uh, but Willie didn't get to play as Jason once, which was, which was kind of funny, (laughs) but, uh, man, I had a, a, a good chance to get away, but no, that game continues to be awesome. I got a few great stories. I was playing with, um, CJ from the player one podcast, uh, which is a much more popular podcast than ours, but (laughs) we, we were playing and, uh, we had a group of people that managed to call the cops and we had six people. Like, basically what happened, it was in Hig- uh, Higgins Haven, the long street at the top. The cops are going to appear on one of the Either two side, ends. Yeah. So I went to the left, and then the other five people were at the right. And basically, the like it was, we were ticking down the seconds to see what was happening. Everybody, like we were all talking on the walkie-talkies, like, "Oh, I've got these stun items. I had a flare gun and some and some firecrackers." It was like, "How many pocket knives did you have?" I didn't. I don't think I had any pocket knives. At Bullshit. That point. I, I always have pocket. I might have had one. I might have had one. But basically, uh, so the cops actually ended up showing up at the end with all the five people, and I was like, "All right, guys, I'm going to try and make it over there." They're like, all right, we're going to wait for you because we have enough shit to take Jason down if we really want to. And we ended up like I ended up making it about halfway there when Jason appeared and I managed to flare gun him. And then he ran up to me as like I I told the group, I was like, I don't think I'm going to make it. So then they started running towards me. (laughs) And then we had people there that could like knock him down. So basically, I think Jason grabbed me and then somebody else managed to knock him so I could get away. And then we threw down firecrackers. And then we all just ran for the exit. And then everybody threw down all of their firecrackers at the exit. There were like 10 firecrackers going off at the same time. It was, it was, it was like, it was the only time that we've had six people simultaneously exit through the cops. That's crazy. And it was great. There was one dude who was like at the end of the the other end of the map, just kind of like dicking around with the boat or something. And we were like, we managed to get out. Yeah. I don't, I don't think he, he made that, but no, that was, that was a good game. And, um, uh, and I, I think that for the, the rest of the patch, um, counselors all got two outfits. Chad's got a sweet all white outfit. It's great. And uh, good, good for camouflage in those dark woods. <laughs> yeah, it really makes it hard to see. And then um, they put out a skin for the Friday the 13th Part 3 Jason that is actually the classic NES Jason. Yep. He's all purple with a blue mask, which is exactly how he looked in that game. And he um, and the eight bit music, yeah. So there's a, there's a music track by Mitch Murder. Instead of the normal music, when Jason comes in, uh, you get this awesome eight bit track that sadly Jason doesn't get to hear while he's murdering people. Yeah, because it should just be playing the whole time. But uh, it, I finally got to play as him last night. It was a lot of fun. Um, but yeah, no, that game that game continues to be a lot of fun to me. I have a great time. Yeah, with I it. mean, and I get it. It's super frustrating no, it's if the, you die here's, first. Here's the thing. That's not what's frustrating to me. What was frustrating to me is I was playing Jason. I had just come from playing Destiny. Oh, yeah. So Jason's knife throwing ability is assigned to nowhere L1. near L1's knife throwing ability. No, it, it, hear me out. <laughs> when you hold down L1, it brings up a crosshair to aim. Yep. So it's like you're using iron sights. Yeah. So every time I went to throw a fucking knife to slow someone down, I would hit L2 to bring up my iron sights and he would go through the grab animation. (laughs) And there's no stop to the animation. You have to Mm. wait for him to complete the action before you can do anything else. So there's no way I could hit that and then be like, oh shit, and then hold down L1 to swap back. I had to wait for him to finish swinging. And then by the time he's done, the person's gone. Yeah. So that happened to me because I had literally just like we were playing Destiny and then everybody was like, okay, Friday the 13th. So then I literally stopped the middle of the strike I was in to go play Friday the 13th. (laughs) 
and and I kept hitting the stupid button wrong and it was driving me insane and it got to the point where like I it was I was in the cemetery yeah with Gojo as uh Chan no he wasn't Chad he was uh, what's his name Tommy oh Tommy Jarvis, oh, Tommy yeah, Tommy Jarvis. Yeah. he was playing Tommy Jarvis and I think Willie and somebody else was there maybe Nick no I had already did I kill no Nick got away you didn't but kill anybody, I don't think. I didn't kill anyone that Which round. Is, I killed Tommy Jarvis finally, <laughs> the but whole, then everyone else escaped. But the the thing is, I'm sitting there playing, and I kept doing that same thing over and over again. I remember. <laughs> and I hear Nick go, John can't possibly be this bad at this game. <laughs> and like I had my mic muted because the dogs wouldn't shut up. Yeah. I didn't want people to know where I was because I was playing Jason. And I, I'm just like that, like Nick, like I don't, I don't fault you for this, man, but you completely took all of the wind out of my sails and I never want to play that game. That's again. the thing is that having a bad run as Jason just makes you feel like an utter failure. Cause before like the, because you it, was are. The it was brutal, brutal. like the three week break that I'd taken from playing Jason where I was just playing Chad the whole time. I like the last game that I had was just a complete like I maybe killed one person and I felt like shit afterwards and so I was like I don't care if I never play Jason again I just want to be Chad but it's but. also like <laughs> it also felt like I mean it, it literally felt like everybody was so good at the game that I was just being taunted oh, the entire and the time and like, like I'm not normally a salty game player yeah. like I'll be honest. I mean, I was I've been playing Trials of Osiris, and like I haven't been salty at all during any of that, and like that's surprising. Yeah, but that's really difficult. It is super yeah. difficult, it, and you should be salty during it, essentially. But like for some reason, it like I don't know if it was just like the night, like I was tired or something. Like it really got to me, and I was like, you know what? Like I'm done playing this game. I'm never touching it again. And I, I put it down, and that sucks because like I, you know, it's a fun game to play with other people, especially people you know. But yeah, it was just I don't know. I and here's the thing that was like your second time playing it too, though. You yeah, know? you can't just I be think, instantly good. Those yeah. people play like day in and day out. I remember the day I popped in on it that you're talking about is because there was a Destiny update and we couldn't play Destiny until like 9 p.m. Oh, the yeah, servers okay. were shut down. So Gladish, Corey, and I jumped into Friday the 13th with a bunch of randos. Some rando is like like all this like. I don't know what it was. It was like a bunch of like he was watching YouTube videos or something. And it was all like this, his, you know, Spanish music or something like it was, and it was, it was super loud. And I'm like, wow, like this is dumb. I'm muting that guy or whatever. Yeah. Or like, or I was like, I'm going back to party chat is what I said out loud. And the guy's like, sorry, man. Like you could have just been nice about it and told me to turn it off. And I'm like, how That's about nice. I just, why are you doing it in the first place? Yeah, and, then, and then Gladys is like, you can just go and mute him. So I just went and muted him. And like, that was it. And then, and then this, 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 this just ingrained in me. I'm never playing this game again. <laughs> As I'm playing with them, some dude, I I've, I got the gas can. I found the battery, but I can only carry one at a time. Yeah. And I so I'm running out with the gas can to the car, and I see this other guy. I'm like, yo, dude, like, the battery's in this building over here if you want to go and grab it. And Gladish was playing as Jason, and I didn't know this because I was back in the game chat. Yeah. I'm going to fill the tank, and this guy just hits me with a baseball bat. And I'm like, what? What is going on here? So I go to fill the tank again, and he hits me again with the baseball bat. He hit me to the point where I was covered in blood, yeah. and I'm like, okay, 
I, you know what? If this is how it's going to be, like, whatever. So I just put the gas can down and started running back for the battery. Gladys showed up as Jason and killed me instantly. That guy just stood there and watched. And yeah. I'm like, okay, so that's how this is going to be. Yeah, I mean, that's that's the thing is that they're starting to crack down. They actually instituted, like, a policy. They're like, here's the things that we are willing to ban people for. Uh, if you can send us a video or a screenshot of something then we will ban people like, yeah. as long as you can prove to us that this was going on. So actually Willie and I had a game last night. I was playing as Jason and um, I had killed five of seven people or something like that. Yeah. Four of six. There were two people left. There was one dude on in like in Pakanak. Like when I would use my sense, Pakanak would glow red. Right. And um, so I was searching through. I destroyed all the closets that were in there I, like i basically did everything he that was I could in a do. bed right yeah and then willie willie like this i mean this is technically kind of cheating but not really it was just willie being like you need to stop doing this because it's not going to happen he texted me it was like somebody's on the top of pakanak like because they used an you can use an exploit to get to the top of pakanak and, and just, just stand and just on top because jason can't get there right so i was like okay that's fine whatever and and that's all willie told me and i was like thank you for doing that because then i went and found the other person immediately killed him and then the match was basically over after that and then willie was like yeah so i basically sent a message to the guy i was like get off of pakanak or i'm going to report you and then the guy just said why and then willie was like cool enjoy your ban <laughs> so then <laughs> Willie had a screenshot of the guy. He took a video of the guy and he uh, I told him to take a screenshot of his conversation to show that the guy was being a jackass. Right. And then we just emailed it off to them and that guy's probably going to get banned. They've already banned like 300 people from playing the game. That's awesome. So, so they're, they're being, trying to they're make actively it better. making it a better. Yeah, community. they're actively trying to make it better. People who help Jason, uh, which Willie kind of did there. So I guess they could have banned he, me. He but. did. But I mean, he did it to the like, what else are you going to do? How else are you going to know that that guy's even up there? Like, exactly. And that just kind of ruins the game for you. Yeah. So I, I, you know, I wasn't, I don't, I don't consider that cheating. I wouldn't think so either, but it sounds like they're trying to put in the work there to like build a good community. I don't know. I can't remember exactly if like team kill, like they've really, what they've done with, um, team killing is that if you, I think if you kill one of your teammates, you get one experience. Okay. You get basically nothing for being in the match if you kill somebody. So they're, they're kind of trying to cut down on that, but obviously it should take it's not, away experience. Not gonna, yeah. I just don't understand why friendly fire is even an option. Well, the first thing that you said when we were playing the first time, you were like, "They should make a mode where you can hurt each other." Which, if that was an option, you could turn yeah, on and yeah. off. Totally, I'd be totally down for them to do. Yeah, that, like a but. last man standing kind of situation where you have to screw everybody else over but normally speaking it doesn't fit in with the gameplay model so i don't understand why it's even there yeah i mean it doesn't it doesn't damage each other the the only thing that kind of benefits you with killing somebody is if you're killing somebody to get their spot in a car (laughs) and that's about (laughs) it like that's the only reason you would want to kill somebody so i don't i really don't know it's but i think i think things are going to get better i think they're going to keep trying to, to ban people who are being assholes and yeah, I just I'm I'm like completely turned off from playing the game now, which kind of sucks because again I liked playing it, but I don't really want to play it anymore. I'm kind of over. Basically, it. I see Willie and I playing this game for the coming months because we just have such a good time playing it. Like it's, I'll hop on at like this, ten o'clock at night. This and is Willie's literally on. this is like 
an actual version of your goodwill hunting game. Oh like yeah, this, no, this is like absolutely. ultimately what this is is like yeah. somebody took your idea of goodwill hunting and applied it to Friday the Thirteenth, yeah. and now it's a game. Get, and then they got this other game coming out like Dead Till Daylight or Dead something. By Daylight. Dead by Daylight. It's like, been out on PC for a year, which is basically a Friday the Thirteenth like ripoff, I guess. I don't it was know, it was like, one of the first like announced asymmetric gameplay type experience. Yeah, but it only ha- it's it's four v one instead of like seven v one. Yeah, which I I I'm interested to see what the balance is like maybe the monster or whatever is really slow or something but yeah. i don't i don't know but it, regardless i hopefully you'll jump back in willie and i are hoping that the next update is like here's a jason x map and jason x yeah and then maybe that will renew our friend group's interest in it and have people come back for a little bit and we can get some games going but yeah i just i mean i'm sure i'll play it again at some point but it was just super frustrating to me to to be dealing with everything. I and I, to. I get it. I like the game is not perfect from a lot of standpoints, including the way that people treat each other. Well, and it was some funny, of the bugs. Cause like we, we were playing that. I was playing that around with Corey and Gladish and, and like destiny popped back up so we could go back and play it. And, and I, I was complaining to them about the experience of, you know, basically being helped like Jason being helped by this other survivor or whatever. And Glash is like, yeah, sorry, dude. I was Jason. I didn't realize that guy was even helping me. I was like, dude, he was beating the shit out of me with a baseball bat so that you would take him instead of, or you would take me instead of him. But then he just kind of stood there like, and I was like, all right, like, I don't know what's going on here, but this is not how I want to play this game. There's a lot of weirdness in there. Like Willie and I encountered a few things last night with people basically like, I think somebody was talking with Jason to essentially make it so that they could both get as much experience as possible because there were three people left in this game. Jason was just kind of putzing around. This dude called in Tommy Jarvis, which then summoned me, and Jason immediately appeared in the graveyard while the the Tommy Jarvis cinematic was playing so that he could basically kill me immediately. That's kind of messed up. So, like, you know, that kind of stuff is they happening. They should but. probably implement what uh, Destiny does, actually. In certain modes, you can't be in a party. That would be great, yeah. That would be pretty good. I feel like you shouldn't be able to be in a party when you play this game. That's fair. I mean, that would solve the problem of people talking to each other unless they're using fucking Skype or phone or something. Yeah. Which if you're putting in that effort, then whatever people, people are always going to be shitty, but yeah, you know, fortunately I think we have enough people who own the game that we can make a private match happen when we want. But that's the thing. Even the private match isn't fun for me. So (laughs) I will only play if it's a good (laughs) private match. I, I have no interest in playing with random people. That's fair. I, I don't begrudge it. Because, I mean, that. for me, that whole experience of that game is the stories that come from it. Oh, yeah. And, and I'm not going to, like, start talking to a stranger about that one time that. I don't, but that's the thing Jason is that I've had. we There are several people on my friends list that are on there because they were basically just like, oh, man, you guys actually treat this game with respect. I want to have be friends with you yeah, so that's that we can cool, play. For sure. And that's happened, like, four or five times now. So it's, I mean. It, you should just use it as a marketing ploy for the podcast. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, like if somebody emailed us like for the podcast and said, "Hey, I want to play or whatever," that'd yeah, be cool. So sure, you know, if Joel, I, I haven't played with Joel yet. If Joel wants to have, if we want to set he up, was a, on, he was on one of the times we were playing, and I messaged him to be like, "Hey, dude, like just so you know, we're going to be playing F thirteen in a couple minutes or whatever," and he hadn't responded. I'm assuming just because he was busy doing something else or whatever he was playing, but. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I'd like to... I mean, I'll play with Joel for sure. Like, I don't know I'll if Alan in. picked it up or not, but we could get a game with Joel and Alan that's five of eight right here. Right. And then, he did pick it up, I think. I think I saw did him he? playing Okay. It. So, I mean, we can... If people want to do that, that can be our first, like, Midwest Game Nerds game night, and play I'll it. stream it, and we can <laughs> game put nerds it in play the YouTube. Along. Yeah. 
Like, it, I think it'd be a lot of fun. So if people are interested in that, please let me know. Also, and we're gonna, we're having open enrollment for the Midwest Gainers Destiny Two, uh, uh, Ray <laughs> which group. I think should have a different name, clan but. name, clan. Yeah. I still like the huge dudes of podcasting. Oh, okay. yeah, HDOP is pretty pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> little little O. O P is a good thing to have in your name. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. H-D-O-P. We're so overpowered. <laughs> but yeah, because other, we're huge dudes. Huge. After, after huge. We're huge dudes. Thirteen minutes of Friday the thirteenth. Yeah. Which is actually more like twenty probably. Anyways, um, what else? The this is good. I mean, our review section is going to be kind of short. So yeah, it's okay. so we might we can take up a little more time here. Yeah, uh, I think I'm just going to. This like, is our take holiday set off. This is our <laughs> July Fourth of July episode. Fourth of July spectacular. I'm going to look um, up my computer issues. Fireworks and explosions. While you guys talk about that. While we were in my a, laptop. <laughs> yeah, sure. While we were in a chat for Friday the Thirteenth, uh, we got to talking about Ski Free on Windows and yeah. also Chips Challenge. So, oh, I remember so you guys free. all went back and played. Those. I was bored at work one day and I found a web CC for chips challenge and I downloaded it for three bucks mm. and it's fantastic. Awesome. I don't remember chips challenge. I definitely remember ski free. It's like a little like it's basically a top down puzzle thing where like there's mechanics of like you can't walk through water unless you have the flippers. You can't walk through fire unless you have the orange shoes. There's ice. Naturally. But, yeah. There's ice, but you can uh, you, you can get skates so that you can normally navigate ice hmm. and you go and ch- collect chips to like get through the gates right. that lets you go Are through these the, like poker chips exit. or like computer chips. They're potato chips computer chips computer okay. chips. potato chips is the wavy lace it's a lot of fun i don't necessarily recommend web cc on ios because it's only 32 bit cream ones <laughs> it's only 32 bits so when the new ios comes out it's probably not going to work anymore but um, it's the loaded potato ruffles I've never had those. Those sound pretty good. They're pretty. And then finally, I've been playing Destiny. Yes, you have. Um, Welcome back. Yeah, I'm light level 367 or something at this point in time. Uh, just about to get I my... I just got my first 400 piece yesterday, so nice. I'm pretty excited about that. I'm just about to get my Iron Gallerhorn. Good for um, you. That should be exciting for you. Yes. Then it'll make the game totally playable again. I just again. need Black Thread or whatever, even though it's Black still thread. not as good as... Uh, <laughs> Black Spindle. Black Spindle, yeah. Uh, it's really hard to get. I, that's what I hear can be but, um, with the wrong group or yeah even the right group here's the thing that i'm learning in these in these couple of weeks of playing destiny one again is that what i really and I, I said this a little bit on the on the last couple episodes but i think i've really nailed down what i want out of destiny 2 and that's that i don't want to care about what gear i have i want to care about the story I think that's where they're headed with and, Destiny 2. And that's kind they of... Announced, yeah. There was clarification this week that uh, Luke Smith said that the exotic weapons or actually like all of the weapons are not going to have random roles anymore. Yeah. Like the weapons have the role that they have and that's it. Yeah. Like, that that there is like everyone can have the same shit. You're, you're not going to have to rely on I God rolls. I don't want to have the same shit. Does, too fucking bad, dude. You're stuck with the same gun. You have the same hawk moon as everybody There's else. There's still man. somebody who's going to get a jelly horn out of an engram before well, you no, ever get one. Well, no, the exotics so, are like, exactly the same for everyone. Yeah, but now all of no, the guns not. are going to yeah, be exactly the same. Then what's well, the point not of, the armor. What's the point the of weapons using, are exactly What's the, the point same. of using glass needles to re-roll things? Yeah, like, like they're essentially... That's for armor. You're not going to have to re-roll anything you can't re-roll. 
re-roll anything. They're getting rid of the randomized weapons. Like what weapon? Any even like the rare weapons that you pick up are going to have the they come with the role that they come with, and that's it. And I think it's kind of exciting because it's like it evens the playing field. Essentially, is well, what they're doing. Plus, when you get the same weapon ten times in a row, it makes it worthwhile because then you might actually get one that's better than the last one you had. Or you can just get one. Like if you get it ten times in a row, then you get to junk it nine times and use those materials on something else. Like I, it to me, it largely didn't matter. Like I'm not going to go after a piece of armor that's got more discipline if it's the same piece of armor that I already have because who the fuck gives a shit about that stuff anyways? Right. Corey. I don't. I literally do not. <laughs> I could not care less do, about actually. discipline, intellect, and strength. They they're meaningless but, to me. Yes, because you're you are a PVE player. You're not a PVP player. Exactly, like, and that's so and they that's the thing. And they like, should just get rid of PVP because it's dumb. That's not. <laughs> but true. anyway, no. no, I'm just kidding. That's one of the best parts about the game is the fact that it caters to both well. Yeah, and that that I mean that's told that's fine. I I think I think I'm being I was being facetious. No, I because I don't care about PVP very much. But. I didn't. I, I know you did. I hated it, and I'm totally into it now. I put in my time when so I got late. my when I <laughs> well, and that may, it may we may attribute that to the fact that like I've done everything else in the game at this point, minus like a full raid run of Wrath of the Machine. Yeah, but I I just I I think it helps playing with people that actually care to play PvP because yeah. it it pushes you to do better. Like Corey and I spent an hour or two yesterday just running through the trials map and he was like teaching me proper titan skating techniques and shit like that like and that was fun like to learn how to do those things and like and properly I, implement them in situations that like, would be where i kind of care about about pvp but it like the <laughs> i put in my time when i got crucible rank three and 150 marks just to get my satyrian rapier which i got to use for a week before i quit and then never used again right so Mm-hmm. You know, it. I just don't really care about PvP. But basically, like, I don't want to be sitting here wondering, like, what is the shit that I need to be doing to yeah. get enough light to go and do a raid? I want to be like, hey, there's these awesome missions and quests that I have. Let me care about them and go and do these things. And hopefully along the way, like, I want them to find that right balance where, where well, there's was- not this huge gap between the... the um, the end of the story content for that pack and the raid. Like I want them to figure out a compelling way to connect those. And I think they're doing that with D2. I hope so. From the explanations of like what, what we're getting out of the game in terms of like expansions on story and like different events, we can do different end game stuff that isn't PVP based. Like, yeah, I feel like we are going to get a definite push for more story, which is like, that's awesome. The downfall of that is they're taking away the Grim cards, so you, Grimoire cards. So like uh, a ton of the lore content people on the internet are super up in arms about that because they they'll have nothing to reference when they talk about lore anymore, which is kind of a bummer. So, and this is one of those things where like they may be removing the Grimoire card thing, but hopefully there will be some other way to document the story that you do uncover as you uncover it. Yeah, it just seems like a no brainer to have like a. I mean, we've talked about this so many times at this point, but. Why don't they just have like a Mass Effect style codex built yeah. into the game? And maybe they will. I don't know. They're they are from what I've been reading, they're taking a ton of hints from the Diablo three team in terms of like how to progress with this game moving forward. Yeah. I was reading the Forbes article by Paul Tassie about how he hopes that one of the things they take from Diablo three is the loadout system for mm-hmm. PvP and PvE. Yeah. 
because people the, have wanted that forever. He, I mean, Paul Tassi's like, yeah, I've, you know, in my Diablo three game, I have three barbarians with three different setups that I leveled to level seventy because it's easier to do that than to go back through with one barbarian and like swap respec. out all, yeah, respec all your gear, all your sockets and gems, and then respec all of your abilities. Like, it was easier to have to actually level two additional characters to seventy. Which are you joking me? That takes so <laughs> fucking long, and then. Be, like swap them on the fly because they're all at the same point in the game where like I think there's like randomized dungeons and stuff like that at that point. Yeah. So it's uh, they're they're taking a lot of hints from Diablo three. I'm assuming they're taking a ton of hints from the World of Warcraft people because that's just what it sounds like in terms of the world like being in part of the you know when you're in the European dead zone, which is all they've really described in terms of like a large play area is the European dead zone so far. Yeah. I'm curious to see what the other planets are going to have for us which I'm still excited, but I also hope eventually down the line, they'll let us go back to Venus and go back to Mars and go to the moon still and, and like visit those. I'm hoping they take this new engine they have and reincorporate all of the old stuff into it down the line. Like even if that's part of the expansion pass that they bring all the D one content into the new engine and expand on that for us. So we can play one gigantic fucking cohesive, beautiful game. I would be all about that. I would give up the cross play ability just to have all of that. So, yeah, I don't know if we're getting that. Either. We're not going we're getting any of that stuff. We're not going to get crossplay ability. Well, no, but I mean, and, like, even the idea, like, I know that they said that they're going to rebuild some of the areas that they've been that we've been in in the D two engine and setup from D one. Right. But like, I don't think we're ever going to get to a point where like, like, the, and really, what it should have been is that this is Destiny, and you open up the original thing, and you have all of whatever comes out in yeah. perpetuity in one client. Right. But characters don't carry over, so who cares? And, like, I don't know. But anyway, that's enough about the game that we've referenced on 60 of 64 episodes. <laughs> it's had a, it's Is that a real statistic? Destiny has changed video games. That's an assumed statistic. I don't know. It's it's a great game. It's the next evolution of, of, like, wow, essentially, is that this is what people are headed towards. Yeah. But... Yeah, anyway. Yeah, but if this were like that, we would be able to go back to all the old zones. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Which hopefully they get there. Maybe they'll incorporate that, is all I'm saying. Maybe. Maybe. I'm hoping they do because, I mean, it would it would be fun to go back and play through some of those stories and missions and things because mm-hmm. it's still fun. So, yeah, mm-hmm. I don't know. Anyways, what else? Anything else? Have you played anything else? No, I mean, that's, that's all that I have really <laughs> been through. I've only... I've only played Destiny, so yeah, and Arizona Sunshine, but you had some news things you picked out. Yeah, so uh, lots of big sales going on right now between PSN, Xbox Live, Steam, Best Buy's got a sale going. Ooh. Figured I'd just pick out a few of the things. Brian already talked about Shadow of Mordor on Steam, but it's also four dollars with um, PlayStation yeah. Plus on PSN. God of War Remastered or God of War Three Remastered is four dollars. Uh, Ratchet and Clank is $8, and if you guys did not play that, you should pick it up, especially since you have a pro. That game runs even better and looks even better somehow with Hmm. a pro. So definitely do that. There's a bunch of other things. Uh, Mad Max is only 8 bucks on PSN. That's worth $8. Yeah. I think it's even... It might be less on Steam. It's worth worth at least $20, in my opinion. Yeah. Uh, In terms of the Xbox stuff, there are a few things that I wanted to pick up, but sadly they're locked behind gold, and I'm waiting on a deal to do that. I wanted to pick up like God, uh, 
Gears of War 4. There was a gold deal like last week. Bucks. It was like $48 for a year of gold. I must have missed out on it. But um, Watch the kin- Kinja deals or whatever okay. on Kotaku. I'll keep an eye on it. They've been on top but, of that shit lately. Uh, yeah, a lot of the Halo 5 is on sale for like 20 bucks. You it's, can get... It's worth five. <laughs> you can get ReCore for 20 bucks. <laughs> if you bucks. like PvP, ReCore is a good... Fun. 20 bucks for ReCore is a pretty good price. That's about what you're getting for for that game. So I'm, you know, I wouldn't I wouldn't begrudge that uh, that price. But then there's a crap load of backwards compatibility 360 titles, all kinds of like Alan Wake and Assassin's Creed and I still I have a free copy all, of Alan Wake I haven't even cashed in yet. Yeah. So those are all pretty pretty cheap and and worth checking out and then Steam like there's even more stuff. I thought Alan Wake sale. was pulled from sale. Did they fix that? Uh, Alan Wake's uh, American Nightmare is the one that I see that's on sale. So, yeah, maybe yeah. that one's still not back up yet. They haven't relicensed the Bowie song or whatever that was in it. But, um, but yeah, and the Steam, Steam stuff looks ridiculous. There's all kinds of good deals out. So, yeah, we're in a bit of a AAA drought at the moment, but there's plenty of stuff to go check out and buy if you're looking yeah. for something and to play. Splatoon's Summer the next sales. thing I'm getting. Splatoon's out later this month. Summer sale's done on the 5th? Uh, the the Steam summer sales done on the fifth. I'm pretty certain that the Xbox and PlayStation sales are continuing for another week after yeah, that. Yeah, I think they because they started maybe, later. Maybe I'll too. jump on the summer sale and find some stuff I can stock my library with yeah, that I'm never so, going to play. On that's your computer that you consider getting rid of <laughs> on a daily basis. I don't think I you don't should get rid it. of it because we're going to play Civ Six. Well, no, again. eventually I'm going to use. I, I I'm going to actually get a recording studio set up and that's going to be my the main, computer you use yeah and for my artwork too i would like to get some form of higher version of adobe creative suite on it i can't talk creative, creative suite that's not cs2 yeah so uh breath of the wild dlc pack one is out uh that's the one that has the it's got the Master trials or uh, master whatever. trials that you can get to power up your sword uh the the master sword indefinitely um there's also the Korok seed mask, a bunch of new armor hidden across the, the world in different chests. Motion tracker. Uh, or not yeah, motion, the, the, the hero's path hero's that path, shows you yeah. where you've been. There's been a lot of good memes out there of people being like, oh, this is weird. And they show the hero's path screen, but they really just drew a dick in the same color <laughs> <laughs> as the path. So that's been that's been pretty entertaining on Twitter. Um but yeah, so you can't buy them separately. You can only buy them together for the twenty bucks. But the first part is out with the second one coming. It'd be later. interesting to see how accurate of a drawing of a penis you could make. Yeah, I'm wondering if there's around. a hero's path like art community already. Uh, it, it might be out there. It might be on the deviantart.com. But uh it's just a subreddit of like penis drawings. <laughs> Pretty much. What's the best penis you can draw on Heroes yeah. Path? <laughs> draw the largest how penis many steps you can. did it take? It only shows the last 200 hours of, of movement. Oh, that's all. So it I doesn't wonder. take 200 hours to draw a dick, though. So I mean, No, that's true, but I wonder Depends what... Depends on how large it is. I wonder what that limit what that limit puts on people if they want to try and I want to see a dick that's it. drawn that like starts in the middle and works its way around the border of the map, <laughs> and then like it's like snake. It just like oh, okay. runs into itself and yeah. in, like corners and then like makes this little a swirl. It's weird. You should make that, John. It'd just be funny. Um, but that's yeah. a 200-hour penis. That's a good tagline. <laughs> Let's add that one to the, to the list. sucks. Uh, and then the only other thing that I really wanted to talk about news-wise, unless you guys can think of any other things, uh, Nintendo announced the Super Nintendo NES, the Super NES Classic Edition. And it's going to yeah. have Star Fox 2 on it. It's, Which has uh, never been released. It's 80 bucks. It's 
coming September 29th, 2017. That seems a bit to me. It comes with two controllers that use the same little Wii adapter plug-in. It's not actually mini NES uh, controller ports, although they are on the thing. I think we should try and get get our hands on one to use as a giveaway for our live stream we can we can certainly try but i don't i kind of don't really feel like putting that much effort into getting one of these things because i'm sure it's gonna be dumb so if i put that much effort into getting it i'm gonna keep it so there's 21 classic games super mario world super mario kart legend of zelda link to the past f-zero super metroid uh street fighter 2 turbo punch out castlevania 4 donkey kong country mega man x kirby superstar final fantasy 3 or 6 in japan kirby's dream course Yoshi's Island, uh, Mario, uh, Super Mario RPG, Contra 3, Secret of Mana, Earthbound, and uh, Super Ghouls and Ghosts, I believe. And then finally... There's a lot of Squaresoft games on Star there. Fi- yeah, there's a lot of good... I mean, in terms of like, if you tried to buy these games on eBay, holy shit, you're spending a lot of money. Yeah. Mega Man X is insane. Final Fantasy 3 is pretty expensive. Super Mario RPG is insane. Secret Earthbound Mana. itself is probably worth like seven of these super nes right. classics so that's insane uh the only thing star fox one obviously and then star fox 2 star fox 2 which never saw release in the united states despite being completely localized they canceled it because the n64 was coming out and they didn't want to cannibalize sales at the n64 Boo. so this is your first time your first ability to play a legit copy there's been a rom out there for years uh, and the, the dev team threw a release party. Yeah, they did. They did. Uh, the, the the ROM, nobody's completely certain if the ROM is like 100% finished. Yeah. So it'll be interesting to see if there's any differences between the released candidate and the actual How was it received? ROM. Uh, I think people were basically like, yeah, it's another super, uh, another Star Fox game. Like it, it, it didn't, people weren't as wowed by it as they were by Star Fox 1. But uh It'll still be interesting to to the fact that this is like the initial. This is like a great idea for them. Yeah. Like if they could put out some N sixty four shit on the on the N sixty four classic that never came out. That's a really cool idea. Like that makes me really want one of these. Whereas I only kind of really wanted one of the mini NESs. Right. Right. I never got one. It's offering but, you something that you couldn't have. You think they'll yeah. go and have a mini Wii, where the Wii <laughs> the Wii motes are like smaller than my thumb or something. I, already, I already have a mini Wii. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think uh, I don't think they'll ever get to that point not yet anyway it's just a thumb it's a thumb drive <laughs> I would still be pretty like it would be cool for them to make like a uh, like Excuse a Game me. Boy classic or like a Game Boy pocket classic that has a bunch of stuff on it it's got a re- rechargeable battery in it that kind of thing it's, it's probably if they just took the uh the Game Boy Advance SP and made that into one because the SP yeah. it just it could just be a cartridge that fits in the SP that that the SP is to this day the best iteration of Game Boy period yeah, for sure I agree it's it was flawless I don't beautifully remember made which one that is it was the, the it was clam the, the small clamshell uh, Game Boy that had it was it, it was, was actually Game Boy, pocket size the Game Boy Advance SP yeah I mean it was it was about it was literally the size of like your back pocket a little yeah. bit smaller and it was it had a battery that was like. 40 hours long i i like, I managed to plug mine in probably once every couple of years but even before i plug it in i still can turn it on so yeah, it's there's always battery that, left on it i have yeah. like four to five hundred hours logged in the wow. final fantasy, fantasy tactics is that one color like, yeah yep and, color and, and, and backlit. Front, i think that one was only front light until later models had a backlight all oh, right on the yeah. backlight probably kills the battery though 
It doesn't. It doesn't. It's though. not too bad. It, the battery lasts forever. I got through a lot also, of college courses playing a Final <laughs> Fantasy Tactics Advance. I don't there. know how. You can also turn the light on and off with a button that's oh, on the thing. Cool. So it's that's that's pretty nice. But sounds ahead of its time. Uh, anyway, it's Super Nintendo Classic looks cool. Yeah, don't yeah. know if I'll get one. It looks. I, I'd like to have one, but I'm really not willing to wait in any lines to get a Super Nintendo. Yeah. So basically, somebody will get one, pull the Star Fox ROM off of it, compare the two, and then we'll be good. <laughs> right. You'll read about it, and you'll be done. Yep. You'll watch other people play it in Awesome Games Done Quick, and you'll exactly. be upset. Exactly. Well, speaking of, uh, Summer Games Done Quick, I think, starts today. Nice. Uh, there, there was a lot of prep going on last week. Somebody actually beat the Symphony of the Night run, as I posted about it on our social media. Uh, they beat the game. They beat all bosses in the game in uh, 31 minutes and 52 seconds. That's insane. Yeah. So uh, that's basically like with no leveling at all. <laughs> yeah. So like, the, there's not enough time to actually gain any good stats in that with with that that's short so of a run. But uh, there's more craziness like that coming this week. I'm sure there's going to be some <laughs> awesome things that come out of Summer Games Done Quick. So take a look. I'm sure it's all over. Um, Twitch, it'll be one of the top things that pops up when you go to twitch.com. So, yep. check the, out Summer Games Done Quick. The Castlevania TV show will be airing before our next episode. Yeah, it'll be out Starts next Friday, Friday the 7th. I uh, hear it's four 30 minute episodes. Oh, that's, that's it? it? Yeah. Uh, that's, that's a little disappointing. I, I don't know if that's it's like a mini totally series. Sure. Yeah. And that's the thing. There's This is season one, and then apparently season two will come out next year. It's another four episodes at 30 minutes. So, what is this like a British show? <laughs> no, it's it's just an anime that they cut up into episodes. Is what it is. Yeah, At least much. Sherlock, the episodes are an hour and a half a piece. <laughs> so I don't know. We'll see. Maybe maybe we'll uh, we'll record a, a film nerds or something if we if we yeah. all sit down and watch it next week. Oh, be... I plan on watching it because yeah, I love especially if it's that show. I'll watch it real yeah. quick. Plus yeah. the the cast was released. Yeah, Graham McTavish uh, from from uh, many things, but also Preacher. Uh, the scene of Killers on Preacher. He voices Dracula. G2T.com. Yep, G2Tpodcast.com. We're back in full swing. First episode came out last week. Uh, first and second episode came out last week, essentially. Yep. Got another one coming out uh, this Tuesday. But uh, And then also um, Richard Armitage, who is awesome and has a great voice, is playing uh, Trevor Belmont. I think they revealed that the show is kind of Loosely based on Castlevania Three, I think. Yeah, is what they said. Is that a good thing? Uh, it's. Okay. I mean, all of the early Castlevanias are the best ones. I think. I mean, okay. at least like three, four, five, like Castlevania X or whatever. Yeah, Dracula X. Yeah, and then Symphony of the Night are like the. That's like the canon that I am just the, obsessed with. The Super Nintendo to PlayStation era Castlevanias it's just are so the, good. The the best of the bunch, but. No, I'm excited to to watch some of that. So, yeah, that's all I got right for on. news. Cool. You want me to talk about Arizona Sunshine? Yeah. So, so Arizona Sunshine came out on Friday. Yeah. So this is a game that was out for for PC for a while, but they made it into VR for PlayStation. Yeah, it's a VR. PSVR game, uh, zombie style. So it wasn't already a VR game. I don't think so. I'll double check that. I think it I'm was pretty sure for it was. Rift and Vive. Yeah. Yeah, but I it's, uh, think that's the whole point of the game. Is Zom- it's, it's Zombie VR. Apocalypse VR simulator sort of game. Um, they did 
For PlayStation VR, they added aim support, oh, which yeah, is cool. So we have aim support. You can use the move controllers as well. Um, I've only played it with the aim controller at this point because I like being able to use the joysticks to move around. I'm not a fan of teleportation movement. That kind of bothers me. Although in reading some of the people on Reddit, their responses to it is they like the teleportation movement because it can get them out of a sticky situation if they get overwhelmed. Um, Makes sense. Which can happen. I've only played a couple hours of it. Um, and I did it while I was half asleep this morning, uh, because I forgot to download it last <laughs> night and the dogs, the dogs got me up super it's a early. glowing review. So no, far. well, so, okay. It, it plays really well. It's very smooth. Um, I did get sick playing it though, because I'm not sure exactly why, but I like, I like playing it's with probably smooth. just that it was morning and you're half asleep. It, it could be. Yeah. I, I ate a lot of food yesterday too. So I, <laughs> that like, probably didn't help. Yeah, but anyways, um, I was able to get three of the different guns that you can get. So you start with a like a like a I'm not sure what kind of rifle it is, but like a single shot rifle essentially, iron sights, no scope or anything on it, and it's it it works really well. It works a lot like Firepoint. You can you can aim down the sights. Um, you do have to hold the gun up like pretty accurately to your face to do it, and you know one eye squint down the barrel to to make sure you're on sight. And uh, the accuracy is pretty good. I played it in a fairly well-lit room, too, which uh, didn't seem to hinder the performance of the VR at this point. So I think they, they've definitely patched in better performance with the tracking. That's good. Um, it looks it looks pretty good, surprisingly. Uh, it doesn't look as good as Farpoint. I think Farpoint's a much better-looking game. At least the textures are, are, are better-looking. Um, the zombies are all fairly boring and repetitive in <laughs> yeah. terms of their aesthetic uh the water effect are there different really nice. types of zombies like there's there's slower moving ones and then there's like charging ones that's all i've really run into and what's kind of cool is they've incorporated some zombies roll in wearing like football pads and things so you can't uh. body shot them or like i had a charging one come at me that was wearing like a ballistics helmet so i couldn't headshot it I stole that uh plants versus zombie uh dead rising had that too yeah, yeah. so that's kind of cool that you have to think about it too and luckily like they kind of give you a little bit of a heads up to figure out how you want to approach it I, I haven't been swarmed to the point where i couldn't think quick enough um but there's a little bit of a narrative you your character wakes up in like a little cave and a zombie's head rolls in and he's i think he's the zombie's name's frank or something like he's like oh i better put frank out of his misery so he goes and you you pick up your gun and you shoot frank's head and kill him <laughs> And then you find Frank's body, and the reason his head rolled into your cave is because it got taken out by a bear trap. So, kind of cool there. But yeah, a little bit of a narrative. It's from what I was reading, it's about five hours long. Um, And everybody online saying that on the PlayStation Pro, it really shines as like a graphical improvement, which I would love to play it on the Pro. Don't have one yet. Maybe I'll go buy one later. (laughs) I don't know. Um, But it it looks and plays really well so far. I. I haven't played the horde mode. I would like to play horde mode, which is co-op and sounds like a lot of fun. There's also co-op campaign too. Yeah. And, and I do want to go back and try and play it with the move controllers too, because you essentially the, you, the game plays differently either like with the move controllers or the aim controller. You either play with rifles using the aim controller or you play dual wielding pistols with the, uh, the move controllers, which is kind of cool or single pistol and movement. Um, so I'd like to try both ways and kind of get a hang of that. I, I still, I don't know, like, Farpoint didn't make me sick at all. I don't know what it was about Farpoint. Yeah, I didn't have a problem with that game. It was, it, I'm like... Not, I don't have VR legs. Yeah, 
that for some reason and like it could have been because it was early and my stomach still full of food or whatever from yesterday <laughs> but i it made like i could only play i could food only play hangover. for a very short periods i literally was getting to the point where i was getting like the hot sweat like i was getting sweaty like from then from maybe like, it was all the light that was in the room and the fact that it's a billion degrees up there no it's downstairs i moved oh, everything okay. to the living room maybe um maybe it's uh it's a visual thing like because supposedly the 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 humans don't get sick part of vr is 90 frames or higher and maybe it can't hit that on the normal yeah i don't know but i I mean it also could be because farpoint was fairly it had a fairly fairly cool color palette to it yeah this is a very warm color palette like very lots of oranges and yellows and things like that i don't know if that actually has an effect but i would assume so yeah to some extent but it's uh it's fun i want to play it some more i definitely think my VR setup upstairs is a better setup for me in terms of uh, just positioning and everything. I had to move everything downstairs, so I had to reposition the camera and get it all set up just so I could play in a cool environment. So Yeah. But, yeah, I, I literally, like, it got to the point where I was, like, I was sweating, and I was like, I think I'm going to puke, and I need to, like, take this off. And I sat <laughs> down. And, like, when I took the helmet off and went to sit down, like, I, I was, like, like, I could feel my equilibrium was jacked. Like... <laughs> It was it was really weird because I hadn't felt that since I first put on the VR goggles like yeah. when when I was playing Eve when it first came out. Um, but overall, I, I mean, it's a lot of fun. It has cool little music cues and things that pop in. The dialogue, you know, the voiceover is like is decent quality, and uh, I definitely want to play more. I because I mean, this again, these rail shooters like this, like I, that's what I want out of VR. Like these are the games I want. Like playing first person shooters in VR is a great experience. Even oh, yeah. even going back to uh, the London Heist experience, yeah. that's one of the best experiences on VR. Being able to actually physically duck behind objects and things to like avoid you know avoid gunfire is really cool. I like, just like loading clips into guns. Yeah, loading clips into your guns is cool. Being able to just like hang your arm over the the side of the desk and shoot and and yeah. it's awesome. Like I want to play multiplayer games like that. Like I'm, I want to play a first person shooter competitively like in that sort of situation where you do actually have to physically move yourself behind things and like you can duck down and pop yourself up using your own body. Like yeah. it's just a different experience to actually have your entire body built into it. So uh, obviously in a zombie game, you don't need that. There's zombies coming at you with their arms out. They're not shooting at you, but, um, it's definitely, it can be a little startling when they get too close to you and start attacking you. Yeah. Um, I'm not a huge fan of the disembodied hands thing that kind of weirds me out, but th- those are present in, uh, in Arizona. They don't, you don't have that in Farpoint. You actually have a full physical body that casts a shadow, which I think is, yeah. is great for immersion. So I yeah. would like to see them maybe update that into Arizona sunshine. Uh, but overall fun experience, uh, for $35, it has like, like I said, about a five hour campaign, which is kind of like, it, it seems to be, it seems that everyone is accepting a five hour campaign as the standard for VR. And so that being said, I can't really complain if like the community feels that that's like, it's 35 bucks right now. It's $40 after the fifth. So it's on sale right now. Um, yeah, the first week early. Yeah. So and you get a free PSN theme for your PlayStation. Um, but yeah, I mean, 35 bucks for five hours worth of play. It's VR and there's replayability through Horde mode and co-op and everything like that. I'm, I'm okay with that. And it sounds yeah. like they're going to keep updating it with other things too, which will be cool. So it's uh, it's fun. I, 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 I can't highly recommend it necessarily because I haven't played enough to highly recommend it. But I think it, it's definitely worth picking up, especially if you have a VR. Yeah. So, well, you need a VR to play it. So yeah. But cool. cool. Mm-hmm. Any any other questions about it or no? No, no. I think I I think I got it. 
That was pretty uh, in depth. Really? Yeah. Okay. Cool. For the two hours that you spent playing yeah. it, yeah. Yeah. I think yeah. you said enough. No, that's cool. I I, I would like to play more because it's it's fun. I, I I need to figure out how I was getting. It, it could have been because I was standing too. Yeah. Oh yeah, that would probably help. Which I don't know, but I mean the teleportation controls aren't terrible. Because it's essentially you're using the front trigger on the aim controller to like point and then you use the gun to like aim where you're going and then release and it just drops you there. Yeah. It's not terrible, but it's also yeah. like that. That to me ruins immersion. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. And it can, I mean, it's a little disorienting too. just popping up in another it, spot. Like it, it does me, have it messes a, with me a little bit. Yeah. It does have a quick turn. Okay. Like if you if you need to like if you teleport past and need to turn back to where you were. Kind you of will, thing. If, if you so, like so I, I have it. Yeah. It's got a 180 button essentially. <laughs> like I, the, the front will make you sick. The fast. front joystick keep hitting is, that over uh, and over again. Yeah, the front. Well, it doesn't actually spin you. It's a screen snap. Oh. So, like, the front joystick is your movement, and you strife left, right, and then forward and backwards. But then the the back joystick on the gun, uh, you can um, look left and right with it to turn, or if you tap back, it flips you. Okay. Uh, one eighty, and that's that's been a little. That's one of the things people have been compl- complaining about is that when they're trying to turn with the smooth controls. If you don't turn exactly left and right, it'll, it, pop, it'll you pop you backwards. Interesting. So kind Interesting. kind of a kind of an oversight, I think, on their part. I don't know how that's. It, I mean, it mostly, that it mostly sounds like you need to just be turning with your actual body rather than because that way you don't need the right stick. Yeah, I mean that. But also, it's not like you can turn all the way around because then the I well, won't see if, the PlayStation aim or whatever. Yeah, I mean. I just because I'm so used to playing first person shooters yeah. where I'm using that ability like if I could just turn off the 180 button I'm fine with that and yeah. and if I could increase the turn speed cuz I I play all of my games that have a movable camera like that with the turn speed jacked yeah. so I'm used to it being quick uh even when I was playing Farpoint I had the turn speed all the way up yeah. because I don't like I don't like feeling like I have to push the joystick harder to turn faster. Like I just want to be able to move quickly right off the bat. So yeah, sensitivity is always maxed out. But yeah, it's uh, it, it's fun. It has its little quirks, but it'll I think down the line, like when they you know throw in a couple of patches to clean up some of the controls or whatever, it'll be really really good. But yeah. I, again, I want to go back and play with the move controllers for sure. Cool. So, anyways, mm-hmm. you played Arms. I did. So uh, a lot of the preliminary thoughts you can go listen to on our our review of the uh, Global Test Punch from a couple weeks back. But uh, the game's finally out out as of the 16th, the same week as E3. And um, so there's not, I mean, there's not a whole lot that's different in this final release except that you've got access to all the different modes and everything. Loot boxes. Um, No loot boxes. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, there's loot boxes now. They'll add uh, eventually. Yeah. Everyone's obsessed with loot boxes. Though. Yeah. Yep. So, um they're putting loot boxes in Tetris. No, they're not. I know I made that up. <laughs> you can change the outfits that yeah. your tetrominoes are yep. in. Get different different blocks. Yep. Yeah. Uh so basically, yeah, kind of the the story with this game, you can hear how cocky I was on the on the global test punch and then I went and played I I, uh, I bought the game and I and I 
sat Nicole down and I was like, we're going to play some arms. So I was like, do you want to use the motion controls or do you want to use the controller? And, and she she's like, your ass. she's like, I'll use the motion controls. I was like, okay. And then I picked up the controller and we played a few games and she beat me <laughs> like three or four times. That's been the thing is people are saying the motion controls are the way to go. Yeah. So and basically I was like, all right, I'm just, I'm only going to play this with motion controls now. So it's kind of fun. Cause I'll just like, I'll stand up like I would with like Farpoint when I was trying to play it with PSVR. I'll yeah. just stand up in front of the TV and play. And, um, I was like, well, you know, I beat a bunch of people when I was playing the test punch, so I'm just going to, you know, I'm going to try the Grand Prix, which is the 10 fights. Yeah. And, uh, like, the story mode, essentially, and it's got difficulty from 1 to 10. And I was like, I'm just going to, you know, I could probably do 5, but I'll just put it on a 3. I got my ass handed to me in the first round. Like, I could not, <laughs> I could not beat well, and you the picked computer. Well, you picked it up a little late, too. Well, no, this isn't even online. This is the story mode. Yeah. And, and so, uh, like... I was like, I should be fine. No. So then I talked to Tim. Tim was like, yeah, I've been playing it, but, you know, I started out doing the Grand Prix and I started at at level one and I've been working my way up because I usually like to go through and do the whole thing. So I was like, okay, well, then I'll do that. And so I played through the first level as Helix and there's still a few battles where, like, it did not. Most of them I managed to get the two rounds just fine, but there were a few where it came down to the third round. Yeah. And uh, so it certainly has that difficulty to it. And the other thing was that I was trying to play. So my two main guys that I kind of gravitate towards, you've got Helix, who's like the DNA guy Mm -hmm. and his main. uh, Everybody has like their their standard uh, arms that they start with. Yeah. Then you kind of like their characteristic ones. Swappable. So Helix has these ones that are like they're they're like large round gloves that kind of bounce like. You'll basically fire it off and it'll bounce in the direction until it hits the person. Okay. So it's a little bit slower, but it, it, it hits harder. And so like getting used to that, I was able to kind of really, you know, beat the crap out of some of the computer players I was doing. But playing as Ninjara, he's got these chakra like gloves that essentially like fire off like a circle and it kind of arcs around the, the person that you're that you're like actually firing it at so yeah. if you punch to the right or to the to with your right arm to the left it'll kind of curve from the left side of the person over towards their center and you mass. can use the motion controls to to do you that can adjust and twist too, right? a bit yeah so and it's it's really hard for me to time out like i i i was doing okay with him with the controller on the on the test punch but yeah. i was doing a lot it, like it was harder for me like i haven't been able to get past the first couple fights with him in the Grand Prix. Right. So really like going down and checking out different characters and things like that, I'm starting to see a lot of the depth because even like the other things that you can do in the game, like in terms of maneuverability of like being able to guard and then also um, you can dash and jump and you can combine those in different ways. Mm-hmm. Ninjara like, well, if you, if you jump and then dash with him, then he disappears for a second. And you can kind of move him around that way. So, and then Helix also kind of like, Helix does this weird thing where his legs kind of stay put. But if you jump, he'll like move over to an area and then his legs follow behind him. Okay. So like learning the intricacies of how these people move around and the, the, the maneuverability that you need to have in order to try and get away from some of the punches that are coming at you. It's, it has a lot of depth. Like. I can see how some esports high level play of this would be really entertaining. Just seeing how people manage to move these these guys around, yeah, because it's uh, I, I think there's a lot to it. 
But yeah, the Grand Prix is cool because it's not just straight up fights. They'll throw in like the volleyball or the basketball and things like that mm-hmm. um, in in the mix so that you have other things that you're doing. There's also the target practice one where there's just the two people on other sides of a bunch of targets. And the more targets you hit, the more points you get, the more points you get, you win. Cool. So kind of doing all those different things, like it's not a normal story mode, which is fun, but you do get little wraparounds in between each round that talk a little bit about the characters in it. Right. So it's been uh, it's been fun, but I, I haven't gotten to play a ton of it. I want to play some more. Uh, sounds like there's DLC coming in January. It's a free content drop. You'll get to play as the boss character. I think his name is um, uh, Max Brass, and he's got like he's this like pretty powerful buff dude with these big brass gloves. Huge. He's dude. a huge dude, and with so, big brass balls. Yeah, and so. Um, He'll be on a whole other character for people to play as, which is awesome. I I assume they'll probably add another one or two in the time that they're going to be supporting this game. But to see more stages and maybe even more modes come, I think you haven't played any online competitive, have you? No, I haven't. Did you and Tim get to play together? (laughs) No, not yet. I'm sure getting beat by the level three computer scared you. Yeah, that was that was enough for me to be like, well, I'm probably. Yeah, there's there's a lot of uh, (laughs) there's a lot of talk about how they're trying to figure out. What's the phrasing? They're trying to figure out how to how to deal with um, customized characters for competitive play because in the game you can unlock like souped up versions of the glo- of the original gloves, but you can also unlock all the other different gloves. And so they're like, okay, when we play competitively, do we lock people into only using the base characters with the base gloves, or do we allow additional glove setups? Blah blah. Yeah, blah. that's interesting because I think the ranked mode, like they do have it. There is like online party mode where it yeah. mixes and matches people, like the like the test punch did. But then there's also ranked mode, and I don't think it locks anything out. I think it still allows you to pick yeah, and it, choose it, whatever. That's you the thing; want, it yeah. doesn't lock anything out. But that's like you have people who are grinding like crazy to get all to get the, the unlock. Yeah, all to the get arms. like the plus versions of the of the regular arms, which do more damage and things like that, or maybe they move faster or something like that. Yeah. But they're they're grinding like crazy to unlock all of these more powerful abilities and things, and then using them in competitive play, which gives them an advantage. Yeah. So uh, I, I mean, I personally think it should, everyone should be able to, like, you should start at square one in competitive play. You should be able, if you're a truly a good, if you're a truly good skilled character, you should be able to play with anybody with any arms. It doesn't matter. Like, if you truly have the ability to do it, you shouldn't need any souped up versions. Yeah. So, and I, like, maybe and that's even, the thing. Like, even I could the playing see, field. Like, I could see at Evo them being basically just like you have access to all of the standard arms for everybody, but you cannot use them right. I mean, it, it's ones. not like you get souped up move sets in like Street Fighter tournaments or like Tekken yeah. tournaments or whatever. You know, or what I mean, I mean like, like uh, that Injustice game recently. Yeah, with the gear. All the, yeah, all the ranked play doesn't allow you any gear, so that, that I mean, that just yeah. seems to make sense. It's like it's like playing Crucible in Destiny, where yeah. it takes out takes away level advantage unless you go yeah. to like yeah. the Trials of Osiris, where it's specifically like level or advantage Iron is Banner, there yeah. or Iron banner yeah. yeah so i like i think any any way to even the playing field is totally cool um i don't i i would like to pick this up still i think but i don't know if i'm willing to spend 60 dollars on it yeah well here's the thing is it's a nintendo first party game which those tend to hold their value for the rest of time i know that's, so that's the sad part basically what it comes down to is you can wait for one of the like a lot of the times there would be deals at Target during the Wii U days, at least of like, here's a buy two, get one yeah. uh, Nintendo stuff. So you can maybe pick it up then or get team, your, up, team up with Brian. You guys can get a couple copies of ARMS for 
twenty bucks a piece or something like that. Right. But, There's uh, Gamers for, Club Unlocked. Still get your twenty percent off. Yeah. That's yeah. True. Or Prime. Or Prime. Yep. But um. Yeah. yeah no, I, just, I don't know if like I, I mean I I have to be very choosy with the games that I'm playing right now and buying because I just don't have the money for it necessarily. Yeah, is, is arms not quite reaching out and grabbing you? It's not. Not quite. You're wrestling with whether or not you want to buy arms. Yeah. Sorry, we needed some arm puns, puns before yep. the episode is over. Yeah, I think Tim's going to be disappointed. I he know, probably there's just more. not enough. But... Uh, no, Arms is, is good. I I'm uh, I'm interested to play a little bit more of it. I'm interested to see what other support they provide. Yeah, got to hand been... it to Nintendo. <laughs> yeah, they got their foot in the door. Wait, no, that's for the sequel legs. Remember? <laughs> yeah, but no, it's uh, it's good. It's cool. Do you think it's worth sixty bucks? Uh, I would say right now this package that they have. Um, it's it's not quite at the sixty dollar level, but knowing how well they supported Splatoon, uh, I, I think it'll be worth picking up. Sixty dollars isn't exactly an arm and a leg. <laughs> no, it's two arms. <laughs> oh my god! But uh, it, uh, I mean, if you enjoyed the test punch and you want more of that. And you're going to sit there and learn the intricacies of all these characters. Like, as somebody who's who's podcasting, I don't know that I'm going to go through and... And really play Play it everybody, you know? I'm not, right. I, I don't know if I'm going to get that much out of it. But if that sounds compelling to you and you want to do that, I think there's more than enough game here to 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 be worth right on. $59.99. But absolutely, you should be using Gamers Club Unlocked or Amazon Prime. I mean, everyone should be using those anyways yep. to buy games because, I mean, if they're if it's there, why not? Yep. So, didn't they? Lo- they lowered the price on Gamers Club Unlocked, didn't they? I think it's thirty bucks, like it yeah. always has been. I will say this game is making me want to pick up uh, another pair of Joy-Con. Yeah, like, so you can is, play with another. It person. is making me want to do it so that we can we can have go get those neon yellow people. ones. I I thought about it. I thought about it. Although I think I don't know. I was, part of me wants to pick up the gray set. Part of me wants just the solid blue set. Yeah, but I like are, the blue set. I think if I got another ones. set, it would have I'd have to get a solid set. Yeah. It would have to be either the blue ones, the red ones, or the yellow. I couldn't do a mixed set, set yeah. of them. But I also want them to they release should, more colors. Really, what they should do? I don't think they do this, but they should be selling a reverse of, of the yeah, yeah, so that I can have two exactly two add two uh, solid sets or two mismatches. That yeah. would be nice, but. You can either buy them individually or yeah, but the, yeah. the, the cost it costs ten dollars more to buy them individually. Than just was it like fifty set. bucks for one? Yeah, something like yeah, that. Yeah, forget that. Yeah, so arms is good. Right on. Check it out if you need something to play on your Switch uh, before Splatoon comes out this month. Yeah, there are a couple other games that came out on Switch, but nothing really to write home about. Yeah. So. Yep. So yeah, if anybody has any suggestions as to games they want us to cover while we're in this uh, summer drought here, please do let us know. If you want to follow us on social media or see all the other places you can listen to or watch our show, check out MidwestGameNerds.com slash links. And as always, we do appreciate your feedback at MidwestGameNerds at gmail.com. And don't forget to follow us on Twitch and rate and review us on the favorite podcasters that you use to listen to us. We really appreciate it. If you use those things, we go up in the charts. Our downloads this month were... Phenomenal. Awesome. We had... 1,800 unique downloads this month. Yeah. 1,800. 
And a lot of them thanks were out for of Japan. The, thanks to that one person that has 1,800 computers that don't <laughs> at all. It's the country of Japan. <laughs> we no, appreciate our Japanese we, listeners. If we were releasing weekly, we'd be like double as popular as what Film Nerds ever did in yeah. its most popular month. So oh, that's, that's another that's thing great. I wanted to talk about. I don't know if I... Did I write that all up in here? Let me... Uh, yeah. Where is it? Uh, I, this is a really... I'll throw in wall. here. Gun yeah, Texas talk. has started... Uh, Preacher season two is going. The first two episodes are pretty bombastic. Uh, Nick and I are s- excited to see where the rest of the season goes. So uh, if you're not watching Preacher, you should be. Season one, I think, is on Hulu or Netflix, one of those things. So you can check it out and listen to us and catch up so that we can uh, we can talk about season two with you. So come join us. It's, uh, it's a great show, both yeah. the podcast and the television show. And... Uh Tim from Horror Movie Yearbook was supposed to be here today to talk about arms, but he yeah. couldn't make it. So be sure to check out Horror Movie Yearbook. Again, yes, this is all this available on MidwestPodcastNetwork.com. You can check out all of our partner podcasts. Yeah. Uh, the Horror Movie Yearbook, guys. If you were a fan of the Midwest Film Nerds and an even bigger fan of Fight the Franchise, they just did a Fight the Franchise for this week's episode. It's the Phantasm series. Yeah, so definitely so check that out. Go check that out. Uh, glad, glad that they've been able to... Uh, pull that feature over because i we always had a good time with those yeah so uh essentially um we kind of wanted to start a new segment i think for our off weeks and i just yeah. want to do our little a little introduction to it uh, as most of you guys know we do record and upload a new episode every other week so you know we want to satisfy your video game podcast needs uh this the time every other week gives us time to come up with new episodes and and actually like you know play scrounge the internet so for news and games. play the games that play we need games, to play afford the games that we want to buy <laughs> right yeah, exactly well, so uh, that that up in the air. Yeah, that yeah. that format's great and all, but you know, it kind of leaves everybody listening with a whole extra week of waiting to hear our beautiful voices yeah, I again. Know. So and it must be um, tough. To we wanted to wait to, that long. We want to put this uh, new segment together, and I I'm tentatively titling it "15 Minutes of Game" as you know, "15 Minutes of Fame," but yep. game instead. Uh, essentially, oh. "15 Minutes of Game" is going to be a dialogue about a single video game or even a series of games that our friends, family, and you, our listeners, really want to talk about. I want to use as as it a means as a means to create more of a dialogue with everyone about games that they like, why they like them, uh, how the games affected their lives, you know, that sort of thing. So I want you, the listeners, and anybody you think would be interested in this, I want you to really think about it. What games have you played that left a lasting impact on you? And if you can come up with one that you feel you can really talk about for 15 minutes, let us know. Email us at midwestgamers at gmail.com and tell us you want your 15 minutes of game. And we'll set up a time. We'll schedule with you via Skype or in person if you're in the area and you want to record. Like we'll find out, figure out a way to like get that to happen. Uh, but essentially, you know, if you, you can go super old school with it and get nostalgic and, and do like old games that like really hit you. You know, like for me, I, I post on the the Instagram account about uh, Moon Patrol being like the first game that I remember playing as a three year old child with an Atari twenty six hundred. Um, and uh, if it, even if it's a game that like you, you we just talked about on a recent episode, but it's one that like you feel you've got 15 minutes worth of talking about you want to tell us about, let us know. And uh, for the time being, I'm hoping to get some of the previous guest hosts that we've had on the podcast to come and chat with us. So Corey and Jason, Tim and Willie and Nick and Gojo, especially I'm sure have Webby, re- Webby even. But I mean, I, I'm sure Gojo has ridiculous stories <laughs> and it, it's going to be more like an hour of game for yeah. him as opposed to 15 minutes. <laughs> it has yeah, we, to be 15 minutes. We, but, yeah. yeah, we got to get the, we want to, that, that was another segment we were going to do called tales of Gojo yeah. back in the day. So. But we want to, we want to keep them short episodes that like, you know, 
get you guys kind of talking and thinking about other games that maybe you should go back and play if you mm-hmm. haven't already and, and just uh, you know another way to engage with you so please do let us know yes. email us you can get a hold of us on all of our social media accounts as well we should talk to Nico too about what kind of informs his his game design and, yeah. and that kind of thing I'd like to hear what he has for to sure say. Yeah, I mean, so. it, it, I want it to be a more informative series of episodes and, and hopefully be able to do them on, in the off week so that we have other content that you guys can download and yeah. listen to. And We're, We'll try to bank up a bunch of them so that we can kind of get a steady flow going and then yeah. we can record them as needed. So, so and I, I talked to the replay guys, too. I told them I've got something up my sleeve that I want to throw uh-huh. their way eventually. So it'd be cool to get them on to yeah. Skype with them and, and figure it out. Sure. So. We yeah. are welcoming participation with arms wide open. That's yep. all I have to say. That's the last one. All right, you're done. We're done with <laughs> this episode's over. Again, thanks everybody for listening. Uh, if you catch this on Twitch at some point or on YouTube, we appreciate the uh, viewership. Yep. So be sure to check back in two weeks now for our next episode, which we will announce via social media as to what we're covering. So yep. again, thanks for listening and watching, and we'll see you next time. Peace. Peace.